Didn't they lost the investigation of a serial killer because of prejudice inside the force? Catching images of what they believe are ghosts. The victims there were vulnerable women, many indigenous. The world is a lot. It really is. That's why we started our podcast, Six Sad World. I am Jasmine, and this is my co-host Mari. And we host a bi-weekly podcast on all things macabre. We cover anything from serial killers to cults to alien conspiracies to ghost stories and so much more. We are childhood friends and we're both passionate about social justice. We'll discuss how these things intersect with racism, sexism, ableism, and queermisia. We both have unique perspectives coming from marginalized identities. Me as a black cis woman and Mari as a disabled trans person. We offer the kinds of conversations we felt were missing in true crime and horror. And we're hoping you'll join the conversation, too. So check out Six Sad World. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and pretty much wherever you can find your podcasts. Hello, five listeners. Welcome to the Perhaps It's You podcast. We are an unofficial unsolved mysteries rewatch podcast and i'm liz and i'm samantha and we're joined by a special guest hello i'm arden i'm not part of this podcast well you, you are now you are a special now. guest friend of the pod arden is here today to help us talk about season two episode 16 already i know can you believe how fast we've gone through this i'm, a, I'm slightly concerned because we're gonna run out of <laughs> unsolved <laughs> mysteries content we're gonna run out of content eventually but let's not think about that right now yeah let's just think about episode 16 when you said 16, I was like, oh, yeah, I have tons of time. This is going to be months and months. From- no, it's already it, it's snuck up. It snuck up on us. It's all yeah. these lost love mysteries. Feels like it's flying by. I feel like this season is getting better, progressively better as That's it goes true. on. It started off, oh, it was a bit of a... Not great. It was, we really went, why do we have an Unsolved Mysteries podcast? <laughs> this was a huge mistake. But I, the past few I've actually enjoyed. The and last this one was great. This one's, yeah. The crop circles? <laughs> Excellent. What is your theory, Arden, about what oh, makes crop circles? Definitely hedgehogs. Definitely. For sure. Agreed. Hedgehog truther. I agree. We're getting shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I would like a embroidered leather jacket. Too. Oh, oh, the hedgehog yeah. on it? Yeah. Those hedgehogs are badass. Yeah. How else are they making those crop circles? I have a friend with a really cute hedgehog named Peaches Von Cream that could model for us. Oh, so. I have discovered that is the cutest name ever. A lot of our listeners have pet hedgehogs. They've been posting them in our Facebook I group. I have loved seeing everybody's photos of their hedgehogs. Shout out to Hazel. Hazel, <laughs> you are the cutest hedgehog I've ever seen. Oh my God. Shout out to a hedgehog. <laughs> That's the best kind of shout out. Yes, yeah. I did just shout out a hedgehog. If anybody else has a pet hedgehog they should definitely join the facebook group and, and share they should a photo. definitely post a picture of their hedgehog so i can say give me that hedgehog yes that's what liz has been saying on every photo give me it's She's a little scary demanding oh, oh, oh. the hedgehogs i mean so far my demands have gone pretty well probably i'm not going to get people's pets <laughs> probably not i did get a wolfgang von snowden though so it's true we could we can't hurt to ask <laughs> Worst yes. thing that happens is you don't have a hedgehog. I mean, hedgehog. I don't have a hedgehog now, this so... This parcel exactly. has a lot of holes in it. Oh, wait, there's a hedgehog inside. <laughs> <laughs> Best fan mail ever. Yeah, that would be kind of terrifying. Poor hedgehog. A little traumatizing. Sent through the mail. That's true. So, do we have any updates? Other than hedgehog love? I don't think so. I don't think so. Arden, you like to watch Unsolved Mysteries. You were just telling us that you watch along on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Because it's also on... I keep forgetting that the show is also on Hulu. Well, we don't mention it because 
it's not in the same order. So right. we're not going by a Hulu order. And also, sometimes they don't have all the seasons up. Yeah. So that seems frustrating. Also, Hulu makes you watch commercials, even though you pay for the fucking service. Yeah. Which I resent. Not if you pay even more. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they extort you. I, yeah, I've been very much extorted. Yeah. By yeah. Uh, what is your favorite Unsolved Mysteries? Oh. What is your favorite mystery? It's hard. Or a good mystery, in your opinion. It's always hard to pick a favorite. Okay, wait, wait, wait. If you're having a near-death experience, and you get to get one mystery <laughs> solved... Oh. What? Any mystery like, yes. in the world. Any mystery. Yes. Not even one on Unsolved Mysteries. Mm, that's so hard. Like the cliche, like John Benet, I need answers. <laughs> that was my answer. Come to mind. I know. Like it's. I need. Who killed John Benet Ramsey? I really need answers. I mean, we kind of know, know, but we know. But, but we'd like to have I need a definitive, definitive answer. <laughs> proof. Yeah, there's a lot of unsolved murders. I would really love answers for. It's too hard to pick. Pick just one. One. That's uh, how I feel. Roberta Williams, maybe. Okay. If you listen to the missing and murdered. Podcast oh, yes. murdered indigenous women in Canada. Their season one is about who killed Alberta Williams. And there's some strong evidence towards a couple people, but no real answers. So that would be a good Ooh. one. Because now I must know. Okay, okay. That's a good one. That is a really good answer. That's also a great podcast. Sorry to try to steal your five listeners. No, no. We like to recommend but... other podcasts. And I haven't listened to the entire season of that one, but I have listened to a few episodes, and it is good. It's also I hard. mean, there's there's people that listen to you. They can't, you know, they can't get enough podcasts. So right. I, I feel like we can share the love. It's oh, not yeah. really a, a... Also, they should probably listen to other podcasts. If this was <laughs> the only podcast you listened to, I would question your judgment. Hi, Mom. <laughs> We're not Pretty counting sure. our moms, okay? Pretty sure that's the case. We're not counting our moms, but... Oh, yeah. Yes. Exactly. I'm just happy that finally we get to share with the world Arden's voice, which is my oh, no. which oh. is my favorite. Oh, no. <laughs> and I wish that Arden read audiobooks because I yes. stand Arden and then I could just hear her voice all day. Have you considered being an audiobook narrator? I have not. That has never crossed my mind before. Are you gonna do it now? Maybe. Let me call up <laughs> Audible. Oh tangent. Okay. Yes. Unsolved mysteries some semi-related tangent and audiobooks because it was one of your recommendations. I do not join book club because I'm a flake and can never get my act together in time. But I do sometimes read or listen to the books after the fact. And Get Well Soon was amazing. It's so good. I so much. But it's read by the same narrator who narrates uh, Into the Dark. Oh, okay. And that was very strange for the first, like, two chapters for is me. Is that where I've heard that narrator before? Because Probably. I recognized her. Yeah, I had like just finished listening to that maybe like a month prior and then it's like this voice in my head and I'm like, oh no, the Golden State Killer is back. Yeah, <laughs> for me. I knew it because that book is so sassy oh, too. Yes. That I mean she does a great job. But yeah, sometimes I'll listen to an audiobook and I'll be like, I recognize this voice. Yeah. And it's yeah, very strange. It can be distracting at times. Yeah. I recently listened to the audiobook for I think I mentioned this on our last podcast, maybe. The her other book, Jennifer Wright's other book, the oh, one about yeah. breakups. Um it ended badly. Yes, which is very good. Some I didn't delicious. enjoy it quite as much as Get Well Soon. I think, but that wasn't like the book's problem. I think that's just me liking weird shit more than horrifying. Yeah, more than yeah. relationships throughout history. <laughs> you know, I just would rather read about plagues than they are so funny. Those plagues, <laughs> <laughs> the dancing plague, and so awful, so funny, and so, so awful. Awful. they're all <laughs> really terrible. But 
the epilogue made me cry. Yes. I mean, yeah. Yep. Oof, brutal. Yeah, but amazing book. One of the, I mean, honestly, one of the best books I've ever read. Yeah. I've been somehow even more angry at anti-vaxxers, which I didn't know was possible. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Sorry, any of you five listeners who don't believe in vaccinations. Well, they don't want them to listen <laughs> yeah, to this they can podcast. Stop. We'll happily go down to four listeners yeah. if one of our five is... If you an... want us all to have polio, we don't really need to listen to this podcast. Yeah, no. We're also doing a second part of the cemetery tour next weekend for yeah. Pioneers and Soldiers in South Minneapolis, their memorial cemetery, and I, I know our tour guide, too, who is completely amazing, is going to go on a... Please vaccinate your children rant based on the number of dead children in that are in cemetery. that cemetery. And if you do historic research around death, yeah. I think you end up feeling very passionately that, you know, people would have preferred to have those children around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I'm just going to go out on a limb. Right. I'm not no. a historian. <laughs> but, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's just how we spend our summer. <laughs> going on cemetery tours tis the season listening to books about horrifying diseases yeah, that you are know. really sassy yes yeah. so good that book was really good. So good all right should we jump right in feet first into this mystery yes and this is a little bit weird because arden has our first mystery <laughs> yes this week and it's because i know she has a familial connection to the psychic realm yes so we wanted I to bring to her it. in not just for her immaculate voice <laughs> before her expert or her expertise yes and we didn't have a really good psychic mystery no, this season we, so this is the closest we could find but you have right. a really long psychic mystery yeah so not is, a good one just a long one yes with a lot of slow very long Arden pointed out something that i didn't realize when i was watching the show but it's like part one and two so this originally aired as a two-parter? Who tuned in for that second part? I have no idea. It's not terrible, but it's also like, I, I'm like, okay, I'm good. It could have been so much shorter. There, yeah, it's just really drawn out. It did not need to be this long. Also, Robert Stack throwing some major shade when he <laughs> talks about how Sandra don't worry. She doesn't read psychic magazines or esoteric materials. I wrote this down. I wrote that down. Do I read? I was like, do I read esoteric materials? I wrote down, where can I find these psychic magazines? Because they sound amazing. They used to have, again, RIP borders. Borders used to have. Borders was so much better than Barnes & Noble. I'm going to say it. I spent so much of my life at Borders. I cannot even tell you. But they used to have a section of like paranormal magazines. And they would have these like. What? An esoteric material? Yeah, esoteric material, including like Psychic Magazine, where, I don't know, psychics wrote columns about things. And I don't know what became of all those magazines now that I can't I wonder if my them. familial connection had one of those columns, because I really would not put it past her. That I, sounds exactly like what she would be up to. I just have to say that I googled the definition of esoteric, and the definition is, definition is intended for or likely to be understood by only a small number of people with specialized knowledge or interest. Hmm, that doesn't sound familiar at all. So I'm like yes. looking at like a stack of witch books in the corner. <laughs> Mothman came to mind when I read hmm. that definition. I haven't actually read anything about Mothman That's true. yet. Though you were talking about getting a Mothman tattoo. <gasps> I honestly think I might. Tramp stamp. Uh, I guess. I would love to get a tramp stamp. Of Why not? Mothman? I really, well, no, sure. just of something. Oh, I definitely want, that's probably like my next tattoo. Nice. Love, love it. them. Love it. People can suck it. Exactly. I, I support it. 100%. I really like the the produced by Dick Wolf tramp stamp. Have you seen the so guy? Great. Yes. I had like 10 people set like, Liz, have you seen this? 
Law and Order themed tramp stamp, and I was like, it's beautiful. <laughs> but no, like picture it, Samantha. You could have them like a moth in the middle, and then Moth Man like right right above each with cheek the, with the oh. bridge, the bridge yeah. like bridges yeah. one cheek to the other. Beautiful. Beautiful. I like this idea. I'm yeah, like, I'm sure Travis this. will be into it. I'm sure he will. Yeah, I'm keeping that in the back of my mind. I did see a moth the other day, and I freaked out. <laughs> Could have been Mothman. Could have been a miniature Mothman, perhaps warning us about something minor. Something. Mothman. We did talk on our uh, our ghost tour because there was in downtown Stillwater. There is a statue of a dragonfly, and it's like, I. <laughs> it's like creepy looking. As we walked by, I quipped that I wish it was a statue of a moth so we could have a photo in front of it. And then Liz made a joke about how it was Dragonfly Man. We're and so how lame. Dragonfly Man warns you about mu- much more minor <laughs> Yeah, he's like, you're gonna run out of milk! <laughs> it's like, not disaster so much as inconvenience. You're gonna clip your toenails too short! <laughs> That's not actually recyclable. <laughs> Sorry. That's just Mac. Actually, <laughs> Mac Man. That is Mac Man coming up and going. Are you sure you can compost that, Liz? That is my life. <laughs> oh my sweet lord. Okay, let's hear. <laughs> Samantha's like, this is not what we need to talk about. I'm not helping. I want to discuss Arden's psychic connection. Yeah, 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 Ooh, yeah. Should we do that? Yes, we should. First, okay. Because it's gonna be far more interesting than this mystery. <laughs> I really should have called them up. Oh, okay. Pre-feet, like fetus Arden should have rang the unsolved mysteries. Yes, like hotline. Mm-hmm. You like, should have. I need to talk to you about something because <laughs> my family is lit. Um, <laughs> so my family actually has like a really—it sounds super cheesy—but like a really long line of like fortune telling practices. That doesn't like, sound cheesy. That sounds, sounds amazing. Incredible. I feel like everyone says that. Those like I come from a family tradition, and I'm like, okay, you need to calm down. But, <laughs> Um, <laughs> sorry. Who's going to fact check that, you know? Exactly. No one knows. It's like, oh, my great-great-great-grandmother was an Indian princess. And it's like, no, she wasn't. <laughs> That's not a real thing. You're a racist. Go away. <laughs> um, but no, like, it stems from, like, Norwegian sort of, like, folklore witchcraft. Sure. That sort of got mixed in with Christian traditions as, like, Christianity spread through Scandinavia. Like many other parts of the world, they just sort of co-opted some of their folk religion mm-hmm. into Christianity, and they're like, we can go to church and then, like, sure. read cards afterwards. These things don't have to be separate, which I think is kind of cool. Like, there was a lot less of, like, oh, if you're doing that, you're a witch and we need to kill you. It's like, no, it's just Nana. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just what she does right it's good uh my family's tradition apparently it's pretty common in other especially like northern europe we have to read playing cards and not tarot cards sure but it's the same basic idea where face cards represent like certain archetypes and people but it's a lot more personalized than tarot instead of like a face card representing it's like this is like the emperor of pentacles and Mm -hmm. he's this thing it's like the king of hearts is like your card and so the other ones around it represent what's happening to you personally and it depends like each person has like a face card that they like like the most or feel like represents them and so you read around that one and uh you take all the cards you take the jokers out you spread them out and uh they sort of clump up the numbers don't really mean anything especially any number like Below five is basically okay. just filler. But 
because of those spaces, the face cards clump together and then you sort of interpret from where they're put together what that means. Oh. They also read coffee grounds instead of tea leaves, which I find really amusing. That's so Norwegian. Tea is not really a thing, <laughs> or at least wasn't at the time in yeah, LA, but yeah. coffee did not get strained as much as it does sure. now in the past, and so yeah, you would read coffee grounds oh, instead of tea leaves. Fascinating. So are you practiced in the art of not card reading? as much as I used to be. I okay. used to be much more into it. I haven't done it in a while. Like My grandma taught me... And my mom and my aunt, it's sort of just a tradition that's like passed down from like the older women in our family. Her mom did it, her aunts did it, their mom did it, sort of brought down. And her cousin, Cabrina, Sandy, actually, it's not actually Cabrina, (laughs) it's Sandy, uh, also did it. And she became quite famous for her card reading skills as well as her like predictions yeah and she became cabrina kincaid psychic to the stars (laughs) she had her own television show for a while sort of like a madame cleo thing where you could call in predictions from cabrina but for a while she was several celebrities just sort of like personal psychic and several like old school hollywood types in like the late 50s and early 60s like made decisions based on my cousin's predictions, but she was always... I can't think of anything more glamorous. I know. She was super glamorous. Like she, unfortunately, she made quite a bit of money and then spent like all of it on living a very glamorous lifestyle. Well, I mean, you got to when you're the psychic to the stars. Pretty much. She got in a fist fight with Zaza Gabor once. Like She was up over a man, which is silly, but also... No, that's amazing. (laughs) Are Um, you kidding? I would love to have been in a fist fight with Zsa Zsa over anything. Pretty much. Anything with her, really. The reason that this came up, the reason I even learned this about Arden is because recently Zsa Zsa Gabor's estate (laughs) was up for auction. We discussed this at brunch. I can't claim to be like a Zsa Zsa Gabor fan, but I was just randomly... What would that even entail? Yeah, really? I don't even know. Just me <laughs> sitting around watching Green Acres all day. But um, there was like panther topiaries and like... The stuff that was for sale is all shit I want. Yes. <laughs> like gigantic statues of leopards. Her feather boa is made out of like actual ostrich feathers. So many feather boas. Yeah. Like, darling, spelled out the way she said it in diamonds as a necklace. And I was like, I want all of this stuff. It's the most glamorous thing Not I've rhinestones. ever real seen. Real diamonds. Real diamonds. <laughs> she got a tacky phrase spelled out in real diamonds, which is, I've got to fan myself. I want that so bad. And I was like, I want all of these things. And then Arden was like, oh, yeah, my cousin once got in a fight with Josh Igamore. I just have to make everything about myself. And no. here we are. are you, if you have that story, you tell it. Claim to fame. Yes. I was so impressed when I was once having dinner with my friend's grandmother, and she was like, oh, yeah, I once stayed at a hotel Truman Capote was at, and he got drunk and ran around naked. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, you better bring that story up every day. (laughs) Oh, I would. Because it's great. (laughs) Everyone needs to know. So, Arden, walk us through this unexplained slightly psychic story from episode 16 lightly psychic story yeah there's a lot of slow-mo reenactments in this at one point i sent liz a message when i was watching this and i was like i feel like i've been sedated (laughs) it's like everything is in slow motion or like it's underwater or something i'm like this this whole mystery could be half as long if they just played it at normal speed there's a long a lot of like long 
panning shots of river boats and horses. Yes. I didn't know horses in slow motion were so terrifying. It was (laughs) really creepy, actually. I don't like it It at all. It was just horses lifting their heads. I could smell the horses. I could Mm. smell the leather. No, that's Mm. not good. No. Yeah, no. Like psychic horse smelling. (laughs) There's a reason... There's a reason that's not really talked about is like an arcane art of psychic, psychic. horse smelling. She didn't get her own show from her psychic horse smelling. No. She Tune not. in this week. It's like the horse whisperer, but the horse smeller. <laughs> the horse smeller is... Let me describe to you what this horse smelled a, like. The horse smeller is a wanted criminal. There yes. is a show on Netflix that Netflix... Re- you know how sometimes Netflix really wants you to watch something and you're like, no, I'm not going to. Stop at Netflix. And then you get bitter about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. that show for me right now is called the sniffer what <laughs> and it's about a guy solving mysteries based on smells no what yeah satire no it oh, is God. i think it's from the ukraine you need to watch this and report back weird. the sniffer the sniffer my mom has been watching it usually strong sense of smell yeah he has like you know how people who work in perfume have like a okay, great nose not gonna or hold something up in court though like here we present <laughs> the, the sniffer he has a very strong nose you see watch it to find out i haven't actually i've been like netflix stop it i'm not gonna watch the sniffer the sniffer sounds also like a really gross sex act <laughs> yeah doesn't it there's also probably a pornographic version of this show but Called, netflix yes. doesn't want me to watch that one the sniffer is not the porn or it's an you want to watch or maybe it sniffer. is i don't know <laughs> yes if i went to the dollar store and bought a swiffer but it was called the, the sniffer. sniffer yeah that's the other option <laughs> the sniffer Compared to Swiffer. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. We're off the rails gotta, already. I've got to get it together. Okay. It's all oh, our no. fault. This no. is not helpful. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll leave now. Oh, okay. So we start with Georgia Rudolph. She is 41 years old, but has been having these dreams and like waking sort of like daydreams her whole life. Her, her visions. Yes. Of a... What she now believes to be a past life. She didn't initially know what it was. She couldn't place where it was or what time it was. But she had this very strong connection to this other girl and young woman whose like face was just like burned into her mind. She drew a lot of um, really creepy drawings. Terrible drawings <laughs> as a child. That's what I... What was it? Other Michelle? New Michelle? Oh, new, new Michelle. Michelle. Oh my god. That's what I picture New Michelle looks like. Oh those my drawings. God. Because I think it was the nose. Like very Voldemort-esque nose. <laughs> um, fortunately, the actress they picked to reenact that did not look like these drawings. Did not Thank look god. like Slender Man so with a wig. <laughs> Slender Man's girlfriend. <laughs> Slender Ma'am. Santa. Slender Ma'am? <laughs> what? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Slender Ma'am. As seen in her visions, her psychic horse smelling visions of an, an old timey past where you have a big fur muff. Huge, huge fur muff. I kind of love that muff though. It's I kind of. Yeah. I might have a muff hanging on the back of my basement door. Like I might need it at any second. You know. Yeah. Have I ever used it? No. Anyway, go on. I have a matching giant black fuzzy <laughs> fake fur muff and sure, matching. Yes humongous uh, fuzzy black earmuffs. That seems like a good look like, for you. Yeah, it just does. like cartoonishly huge earmuffs. <laughs> They're so warm. It's amazing. <laughs> but she, so... The show endorses muffs. You know? Fake fur muffs. 
Yeah. No. Not the real not the real animal kind. That's sad. But you could just carry your own Lenny. You could. Very similar effect. <laughs> She's going like, what? <laughs> okay, gotta get it. Gotta get it together. All right, so Georgia has also been adopted, and it sounds like she was in the foster care system for a while. So for a while, she was thinking these early memories were like past family experiences that she just couldn't remember and there was no one to tell her about because she didn't know her family. Obviously it was a past life. If her parents were LARPers, maybe. (laughs) Like, remember that time we went to Colonial Williamsburg and horses walked in slow motion? (laughs) We went on a steamboat for three days. Filmed all of it Remember that time we dressed you like an American girl doll at Christmas? (gasps) Yes. Oh, what was the colonial one? Samantha. Oh. No, that was the Victorian Okay, one. okay, okay. I'll, I only ever remember Samantha because I wanted Never. a Samantha doll so much, but we couldn't afford an American Girl doll because, because, come on. $10 billion. Yeah. It's a huge ripoff. It's crazy. And the t- Target sells those dolls for like... I really wanted Kea, but no one okay, ever okay. wanted Kea. Still, I'm that? not bitter. It's fine. <laughs> I know. I think I wanted a Samantha too. Does Samantha have brunette hair? Mm-hmm. Yes. Thanks. Yeah. She was yeah, the that's rich the one, one I wanted. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted her because she had my name. My sure. mom would always tell me though that we couldn't have one because if you got an American Girl doll, you couldn't ever take them out of the box. Rude. Okay. <laughs> because they're so fancy. It was like the Beanie Babies that would lose their value if you took them out of the box and cut their tag off. I always got the American Girl doll catalogs. Sure. As a child, I would just pour over these You catalogs. would just like circle. The, I'm like, oh, I'll get this. I'll get this. You and know, then you're like, and horse just... does need accessories, too. <laughs> very right, American Girl Company. Now there's a store at the Mall of America that you can take your doll for like sushi at, though. So <laughs> clearly people are taking them out of the box. Yeah, your, I, your yeah. mom lied to you. Well, that was because she, you know. Didn't want to. No, that's why oh, you couldn't get an American girl so doll. They're $500 yeah. on a doll. <laughs> yes. You're going to outgrow in two years. Ridiculous. But uh, yes, we do get to see some um, some solid old timey so turn much. of the century fashion mm-hmm. muffs, bonnets, <laughs> giant furry hats, bowler caps. Oh, yes. Yeah. And Robert Stack reminds us that this was turn of the century fourteen thousand times. Yeah. Like, thanks. Just in case you forgot, the time period we're flashing back to is turn of the century. It's like thanks. Go read some esoteric material, Robert Stack. <laughs> some psychic magazines. So she starts seeing a therapist, which I think is probably a fair. Uh, I mean, it really everything every, to everyone do should for yeah. everyone, but particularly and like there's like I feel like these flashbacks are like the least of your trauma. Georgia, yeah. if you're really. drawing these creepy drawings we, all day, every day, I think day. there may have been some demonic possession going on mm-hmm. too. Could, um, could have been. So this guy I wrote down his name is Doctor Douglas Smith. He is not my pick for MVM. You mean this Yes, man? yes. He also... <laughs> Who I doodled right here. That's a remarkably accurate the hypnotist. <laughs> what we need to this? post that. And I wrote, is this guy Merlin? But, Maybe. Like if Merlin got transported. Knock off to- Merlin. What is that mustache on the next page? Is that... Does that include teeth? Don't jump ahead. Also, yes. that's terrifying. That's terrifying. Oh, I think I know what mustache that is, though. Oh, no. <laughs> the teeth seemed like a key feature of the mustache. Yes, but out of context. It's, like, very disturbing. I'm, I'm just going to try to unsee it. It looks kind of like a sushi roll, actually. <laughs> Caterpillar roll. <laughs> All right. Don't look at that. Just look at the uh, hypnotist over he here. He either has the- what's incredibly shiny hair or a really bad wig. I think it's... A really bad wig. Um, yeah. It matches his mustache perfectly, though. I'm like, is your the mustache, mustache also could, fake? It could be. We've seen Maybe. a few. It's all very fake creepy. Mustaches. I don't like any of it. <laughs> I don't think he's eligible for MVM because he has a beard. That's true. 
So this I'm is the rule Liz creepy. made up that I don't agree with, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm very adamant about it, though. Um, he asserts that he thought that Georgia had some like serious trauma problems, mm-hmm. that maybe mm-hmm. she had some issues with schizophrenia. Like He lists a bunch of things he thought that she would be... Would you want your therapist to be saying this about you about you? television? <laughs> so her diagnosis is... She's a crazy lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, your hairstylist. You need to psycho. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, you need to analyze. Your- <laughs> judge me. Look at your wig. Yeah. Analyze yourself, dude. Although he does back it up that he thinks she's a very stable person. That's true. Okay. And then the psychic magazines get brought up. <laughs> very important. She does not read psychic magazines. Okay, because we know if she did, fraud. Fraud. I'm going to see if I can still subscribe to any of those magazines, but go on. Please let let us know. Um, And they do some like hypnosis therapy to try to trigger these memories. And we get to see a lot of that. Oh, yeah. In black and white. They say it's a real session, too. And I'm like, ooh. And you can tell because they put it in black and white. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I guess if she agrees to yeah, it, yeah. but it's still creepy. It was it's, very it's weird. weird. It also doesn't look super real. I don't want to say that she's faking it, but if I could imagine what you would pretend to look like if you were... Flutter, flutter, flutter. Pretty much. Yeah, it it, was, it, um, it looked like someone pretending to be horse. hypnotized. I smell the horses. Yeah. <laughs> I feel the night. Listen, Georgia. a special episode of The Horse Sniffer. <laughs> I'm just saying, it looks like someone pretending to be hypnotized. Yes, uh, which but, is uh, what's happening. So, <laughs> so uh, they go through these hypnotic sessions with psychologist Douglas Smith. I'm pretty questionable about Douglas Smith, just in general. Yeah. I'm like, I want to see where you went. Some credentials school. for this, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, he asks her very dramatically, it's like, Georgia, are you there? And she's like... I don't know that name, good sir. <laughs> this like weird voice, and I'm like, what is is what is this? What is, what is happening? And so uh, he asks her, like, well, if you're not Georgia, who are you? And she says that she is Sandra Jean Jenkins, a fake as something. Yeah, American Girl doll. <laughs> American Girl doll. Sandra Jean Jenkins. Yes. Uh, and Come up with a fake last name right now. Uh, uh Jenkins. Jenkins. Yeah. Yeah. Chair. No. <laughs> Jenkins. <laughs> Jenkins. That's what I meant to say. Chair. Uh, Sandra Jean Chair. <laughs> Sandra Jean Chair is a totally different person. But. Yeah, that's a different life. <laughs> I, in a past life, used to be Sandra and Jean Chair. I could tell that about yeah. you. Yeah. It's my psychic abilities. <laughs> All right, so she claims that Sandra was born in 1895 and had a fiancé named Tommy Hicks, who uh, may be eligible for oh, MVM. Oh, yeah, that's it true. It was very thick. Like, I definitely wanted to, like, pet it. Was it this the one soft. where they were on a river? For yes. a long time. For, I thought, for a year or I thought more. they were, like, crossing the Atlantic in a riverboat somehow. <laughs> I thought that mustache looked fake. Oh, it was. It looked way fake. It was huge. <laughs> on. It was a gigantic mustache. <laughs> it might have actually been Mothman. Yeah, my sitting on his, his face. upper lip. He also uh, was noted to wear a bowler hat. They make that very, it's like a young man in a bowler hat. What? Also, Turn of the century. Turn of the century. I also, 
also noted young man who's like, and they were sweethearts about to get married. And it's like, he's 20 years older than her. Like, the actress they have playing Sandra looks yeah. about 15 <laughs> and he looks about 40, which I guess wouldn't be that weird back then. But no. it creeped me out considerably. Yeah, the boy don't that that help. I don't know that I would call that relationship a couple of sweethearts. Young sweethearts. <laughs> yeah. You know that 40 year old young sweetheart. Where he's like, you know, my girlfriend. other three wives have passed on, so it's time. <laughs> well, also, so they talk about like there's this trauma she's going through when she, like, Sandra realizes Tommy is gone. And it's unclear if he's like fallen off the boat that they're on for. Like, that's kind of what I thought, but I was not. Or sure. if he just like skipped town, like it never says it's like, oh, he died. But yeah, he's just gone. He's just gone, which I'm like, I don't know. I'm getting some skeezy vibes what from Tommy, Tommy Hicks. <laughs> um, and also, it's revealed that she is pregnant. <gasps> they have not been married. And she's like mm-hmm, five mm-hmm. years old or whatever. It's <laughs> all very troubling. Um, but at the same time that she's going through these like older visions of like her being like an unwed mother and all this she also is having flashbacks of being like eight years old and like smelling horses and like on the steps of a church and it's like her grandma's gravestone it's all very strange and very slow so slow yeah it takes like 14 minutes for reenactment Sandra Jean Jenkins to walk through a cemetery yes. in her like the weird old cemetery. wedding dress. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it was supposed to be maybe like a like baptismal gown yeah, or something. Like a union or something. Okay. I don't know, but it was it It's was her eerie. ghost dress. Okay. okay. Right, right. Do you get Fair. two ghosts? Like an older one and like an eight-year-old okay. communion ghost? Very important. This is very important. What Dangerous about Linda. This changes okay. my whole life. Dangerous Linda said, it is a myth that the outfit you die in is your ghost outfit. Ooh, do I get to pick that? Yes. Yes. You get to pick your ghost that outfit. People Picked will see you in something decided. that's like associated with you. Oh. Or like your favorite outfit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I, you know. I really so I'm going to probably be in my, in. I'm probably going to be in my pajamas. Okay. And that's how you'll know that's really my ghost. I'll be wearing leggings and a t-shirt. <laughs> I have a very like Jessica, what I'm wearing right now. Jessica Rabbit esque that I want to be a ghost. Arden in. is going to appear as a ghost in full Jessica Rabbit cosplay. And yeah. then we'll be like, oh, yeah, that's Arden. Yeah. Arden's going to be super sexy. I'm going to be eating cheesies in my yeah. pajama pants. I want to be one of those ghosts that like seduces people and I'm like, psych, I'm a ghost. And then freaks them out. <laughs> that sounds like a great way to spend eternity. Yeah. Yeah. Make that show. Yeah. That would be cool. I would watch the hell ghost out of that slut. show. Ghost Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Any producers listening, uh, Call I us. own the rights to go slut. <laughs> first make off. It, let's make a deal. <laughs> Hit me up. Get Art in a meeting for ghost slut. Yes, please. Please. <laughs> um, and so at this point in the story, Georgia finds, she also has this like memory of this name, Marietta, which at first we're like, is that like a person? No, it's a town. Mm-hmm. And that's the town that Sandra Jean Jenkins is supposedly from. And so she finds some very nice townspeople who are very helpful. Like, I would not help this woman. <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. I don't necessarily think this is all a lie, but even if I was like mildly suspicious, I'm like, no, weirdo. It just seems like I don't know how, but I would, if someone came up to me and was like, hey, I'm trying to find out about my past life, I would be like, this is a con. Yeah, it's like, right. I lived here in my past life. I'm like, no, <laughs> go away. This is my house Excuse now. me, I'm trying to operate this pizza shop. Please yeah. leave. 
Like, well, that's great for you, but I have things to do. Like, are you going to buy a pizza or not? Like, what are you doing here? Get out. Why are these cameras in my face? Who is, why is Robert Stack here? Okay, if Robert Stack was there, I'd probably cooperate. Um, he just hypnotized me with his voice. And I'd be like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. Is Robert Stack says it's fine. Yeah. Where do I get one of these trench coats? Do you just have like a truck of them that follows you around? Yes. Gets a speck on it. Immediately they swoosh in. Yeah. Put a new one on. So he, she meets this seemingly random old guy newspaper reporter, Ted Bauer, and he's like leading her around the town. And supposedly she knows a lot of details about how the town used to be that even some of like the old timers, they say, in town don't know. Like she describes this ice cream shop. But it the just sounds sure like the most typical ice cream shop. She was like, yeah. it had tile and it's red and white. ice cream. Yeah. I, the only thing about this that I'm like, I kept having to rem- remind myself is like, this is all pre Google. That's the sure. only thing that gives us any credence to me is like, sure. right now I, I could do this con right now <laughs> from my phone. Sure. Um, and it's on like 25% battery. But <laughs> like Georgia Rudolph would have to work super hard for like very little gain. It's not like she's like, this is my inheritance from my ghost. No, that's like, the thing is there's no motivation true. to make this up. No. So that's the only thing I'm like, oh, okay, Georgia, Sure. But she's, like, wandering around town, and she finds this uh, through the longest cemetery in the world, (laughs) where the cemetery ends. New poem. Um, She finds this headstone that's supposedly, like, her grandmother's, and that's the one in the vision she keeps going through. And she's, like, eight in her weird ghost dress. Um, She's like, I've had this dream 200 or 300 times. Like, that's insane. Where I walk up to this grave, and now I know exactly where to go. Even, like, my reoccurring nightmares, I've not had that many times. That's 200? That would be, you had the same dream every night for a year. Right. Oof. Yikes. That's like a bad Jim Carrey movie. Yeah, don't, actually, no meetings are available for that. Please don't make that movie. (laughs) No. no, Focus on ghost slut. (laughs) Ghost slut. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm working on the, you know. Yeah, I like it. I would watch. Yeah. I would, would watch for sure. Maybe it could be a Netflix original or something. If sure. any of the producers from Charmed are available, Ooh. I feel like this is very compatible. <laughs> they so, are bringing Charmed back, right? So this I have could be another. a lot of mixed feelings about this, but I'm overall excited. <laughs> this could be another project for it's them. It's really sure. how I honed my witch sled aesthetic as a young girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, sure. Charmed was the shit. My mom didn't want me to watch Charmed, so of course... Uh, I watched Harmed every single day. Sure, obviously. That's how that happened. Before happens. school, because my mom had to leave early. So uh. I was like, ha, 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 Charmed hour. <laughs> Not doing my homework, eating breakfast. This is Charmed time now. <laughs> and so she finds all these things. There's like an angel statue with a raised arm near her oh. grandma's. And like, it's all very mysterious. And but is Suzette Chair, whatever her name was, yes. buried in that cemetery? Suzette Chair. Suzette Chair. So from whatever this her name was. woman, ran, random woman's grave, let's just, like, <laughs> if this isn't real, like, this is just some random woman's family you're harassing. She meets up with that family, and they are also super weirdly nice and show her a bunch of pictures and all these things and there's no record for anyone named Sandra Jean Jenkins and then she backs up at this point and is like the girl who I call Sandra and I'm like is, is, is that your past name? life giving you an alias <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense and the photo that they look at is like the thing from the shining it's yes. terrifying it was, yep yep 
scary. I think the Golden State Killer is sitting in there too. <laughs> you gotta find him in the group it's photo. Frightening. It's uh It's everyone in this whole family standing out in front of their house, but just because of how photography used to be, everybody's standing completely still and just staring in their white dresses. Yeah. And it's... the white dresses too is what makes it Yeah, it's creepy. Horrifying. This is a suicide cult like yeah. class yeah. photo. Yes. Yeah. Suicide cult. Well, class speaking photo. of suicide cult class photo, so this wraps up with her like final memory of this girl who is supposedly a at the turn of the century, like fifteen year old <laughs> unmarried pregnant lady, which would suck. Sure, it sounds terrible. Um, So we see her as her like slightly older self uh, in a also ghostly white dress wading into an icy winter river. The very like turn of the century Ophelia kind of way. Yes, she's going to weigh down her pockets with rocks and walk into this this realm. Yes, Uh, and so apparently that's the end of it and Apparently, these people said that this one woman who's, like, standing apart from all the others, which is also kind of weird. It's creepy. Is, like, was, like, died out back of the house. So that's supposed to confirm this detail of the story. It's like, we don't know who this woman was, but she did die, so maybe that was you. Well. But she didn't look 15 at all. No, this woman looks like 50. Yeah. (laughs) But that was not Sandra. But so did everyone. Well, Like, every adult looks, like, 40 years older (laughs) in the past. They had hard lives. Good, a good point. The only thing I could see about this is, like... With many families back there, if you were like an unwed mother, they would just like completely cut you out. That's true. That's true. You would be sent to like an oh, institution or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, th- I just think it's so convenient, it's very convenient that she, because she committed suicide, she couldn't be buried in the cemetery. So she's buried nearby in an unmarked grave. Yes. I mean, which also plausible, I guess. but very convenient. Yeah. It's just weird that she picked that name. Like, why wouldn't she also, pick the no name? Also, there's no record of anyone in that town ever being called yeah. Sandra Jean Jenkins. No, like all of these things except her name. What I call her by, or Sandra, is Robert Stack. Part of the reason why we have so much information from history is because they used to put everything in the newspaper. Or that wasn't from. That was from um, Dangerous Linda. Dangerous Linda said that. One of the reasons we have all this information is because they used to put everything in the newspaper. Birth announcements, wedding announcements, it, it was would just all like, go in there. Where you live. Yeah. Yeah. So the, That's the creepiest part to John me. John down the street broke his arm. Like, that would all go in the newspaper. And so the fact that there's no record of anyone named Sandra yeah. Jean Jenkins being born in this town ever. Burned like, all the newspapers. Even if they yeah. wouldn't have put anything about her death because she committed suicide, and even if they would have kicked her out of the family because she got pregnant, there would still be a birth announcement. Right. Or like an engagement announcement or, if they yes. were like getting married. This seems like a yes. well-to-do family. Yep, yep. She would have gotten confirmed. She would yeah. have gone to someone's In stupid party. Dress. She would have... Been on a school register somewhere. Yeah, like, she would have yeah. been in a parade. She would have... And this whatever. doesn't seem like a like super... Like fairly rural, but not like middle of nowhere no, rural area. This no. is a town. They had they still exist. It still exists, and that one old very man. Very horses. <laughs> yeah, seems very dedicated to the collecting the local history, mm-hmm. and someone would have something about it. No one seems like a hundred percent buying it. Too like no one. Is yeah. Besides Georgia, I feel like I don't know. Maybe this made Georgia's feel like her life was more interesting. Sure. I don't want to be mean about it, but. I'm not really buying she it. She seems like a nice lady. She yeah, also doesn't she seem like she's stable. trying to con anyone. Right. She's, she's not she doesn't read any psychic magazines. Ghost I don't, dowry. I don't, yeah, I don't think she's trying to, like, hurt anyone. I just, I'm not sure I think it's true. It was not worth two episodes either, I'll say no. that. No. Unsolved Mysteries. That's Maybe the it was real, just, it was a slow season That's the real Mysteries. crime. 
Yeah. Why was this a two-parter? Yeah. Wasted a little bit of time, I'd say. Whew. Yeah, that's pretty much, that's it. Well, good job, Arden. Yeah. Thank you, You covered Arden. that one really well. Yeah. And now it's done, and we don't have to think about those slow-motion horses anymore. No, never again. Okay, Yay! I'm next. I have an unexplained death. This is the death of Steve Sandlin in Mountain Air, all one word, New Mexico, in May 7th, 1988. <laughs> we have so many New Mexico mysteries. I was wondering if it's just me feeling, like, biased towards New Mexico mysteries. Mm. But we actually do talk about New Mexico a lot, don't a we? A lot, yeah. Yeah, I don't know where Mountain Air is. Hello to anyone listening in Mountain Air. So, Steve, who look at this intense brooding photo of I know, oh. Steve was a hottie. Okay. <laughs> uh, like that hair comes down really far I'm in his forehead. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Got a swoop. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm distracted. Okay, so Steve, he was a 21 year old rookie police officer, and he was found shot in his own police station while working alone, just eight weeks after joining the force. Mm-hmm. Does that sound suspicious to you? I also want to point out that this force was four other people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how big is the police force of Mountain Air It's more be? of a push than a force. They also... <laughs> Robert Stack also tried to slip in that they had a problem in the area with people growing pots, yet oh. still had a very small police force. <laughs> yeah. Which kind of reminds me of the Bates Motel, if anybody's watched that show, spinoff of Psycho. That kind of has the same premise a little bit. But mm-hmm. anyway... So, the mystery is, what happened to Steve? The police department would like you to think that he killed himself while at the police station. Despite the fact that it was his dream to become a police officer, his father was a police officer, and they show, like, little Steve dressing up in his clothes, and it's super cute. His dad was a little hot, too. I could tell where he got it from. Also, reenactment. I wrote down that reenactment Steve was pretty cute. Yeah. (laughs) Into it. So, I have a couple mustache nominations (laughs) from this this one if you remember a guy that had a really pale mustache i do remember his name was david carson i'm calling his mustache the ghost okay Mm. yep and then there was a different he must have been a cop too i don't even i just wrote that this was the saddam hussein or was it uh was it steve's dad maybe he had a very brooding mustache that might yes you're not wrong. It's like Steve's hair swoop, but just lower down on the face. Just migrates. That's what happens when you get older. Your hairline migrates to your lip. To your yeah. lip. It doesn't recede. I mean, it comes down. That's happened to some people. So Steve had been on the force a whole eight weeks. It was apparently not quite what he thought it was going to be. People reported that he felt discouraged, um, which... It's sad because he was only eight weeks in. Yeah. And he was already like, I'm guessing going either these guys have no idea what they're doing or they're corrupt as hell Mm -hmm. or both. I think it was maybe both. I think it was maybe both. His last phone call was to his girlfriend, Michelle. They have to say, did I love her eye look? Everything. Blue eyeliner. She's got huge blonde crimped hair. Michelle, where are you now? This fashion is going to ride entirely on Michelle and that muff because her <laughs> fashion was on point. It yes. really was. So he just had a totally normal phone conversation with her at some point during his shift and then later turns up dead and she's like, yeah, I don't think that he killed himself because <laughs> there's actually no evidence to suggest that. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Yeah. So he's found with his gun by his side, 
The bullet that kills him is from his gun. There are several bloodstains found around his body, and he is pronounced dead soon afterwards. I wasn't sure if he was, like, dead at the scene or if he was dead after they moved him. I don't really know. So they were debating in the episode whether he committed suicide or it was a tragic accident or maybe he was killed and it was covered up by the police department. And the police department tries to claim that either he killed himself or he liked to play with his gun. And so that it might have... cop stuff. <laughs> might yeah. have accidentally gone off. And then his mom was like, look, maybe when he was younger, when he was young... A child. And carefree, <laughs> maybe he would have played with a gun. But not serious Steve, who's a cop now. Also, yeah, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, certainly some people accidentally shoot themselves, but... Also, I just want to say, this police department clearly so much does not want this to be ruled a murder. It's almost like the hedgehogs. It's like... <laughs> it's like, Or, like, some might say this is a hoax, but that's the most ridiculous theory. Some might yeah. say this is clearly a murder, but that's the most ridiculous theory. They're like, either he committed suicide or it was an accident. And it's like, well, what if someone killed him? Def- no, 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 no. Definitely. Couldn't have been that. Couldn't be that. Mm-hmm. So he talks to his girlfriend, and then it's less than an hour that he's dead. Okay. Um, His autopsy results are deemed inconclusive. It seems that his gun was shot at least two feet away from his head. Mm -hmm. And there is insignificant powder residue on his hands. And as Samantha pointed out, you can get powder residue just from being in a police car or a police station. So he would have had some, no matter what. Um, The attorney general refused to rule out suicide, so his family began their own investigation. And they were suspicious because they thought he knew too much about the illegal activity going on in the town and that perhaps other cops had been looking the other way. And so they tell the story about him busting a guy who ended up having pot in his car and then that guy threatening him and his family. And that was a few weeks before his death. He had been originally arrested for drunk driving, and then it turned out he had a bunch of pot. So he started to receive death threats after that, and then turned up dead. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like an accident. Weird. Yeah, it's pretty weird. So, they like, it's mostly the cops being like, no, it, c- it couldn't be murder. And I know we try and avoid talking about how people act, but that police chief could not possibly have acted more suspicious. No. That's like... <laughs> if people... Because there's witnesses who saw him at the police station, like, the <laughs> night yes. that yeah. he died. And he's like, well, he's like, there's no way... I, I was at a school event. If people think they saw 300 me, people. Yeah, yeah, we're like, oh, okay. And we didn't actually ask where you were. That's weird <laughs> you just brought that up. Right. It definitely wasn't me. It that's was. for sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you would ask where it's I was. Like, it's like a Scooby-Doo villain. A little bit. Pretty much. Also, when his family goes to, like, clean out his house, after the cops have been there, his girlfriend opens a drawer, and it's just, like, full of giant bags of pot. <laughs> so hard. Like, which is also clearly oregano. I know. I was like, this is a lot of oregano. <laughs> it's like, and then she calls the cop in and is like, guys, look at how much spices Steve had stocked away. He and loved they, pasta. And they're like, that's weird, because the cops have already been over this house, and they would have definitely found this pot that's just sitting in a drawer, the and it's also, drawer. like pounds of it so much of it so clearly it was like put there after the cops had searched this house after he died okay so this is the results from unsolved mysteries wiki it is unresolved the authorities learned that five months before steve was killed law enforcement received a tip that a police officer was going to be killed by drug dealers Hmm. investigators noticed that the evidence at the scene suggested the body had been moved Mm-hmm. Suicides do that a lot. <laughs> right. I'm just so f- 
frustrated that the police were clearly no help in solving the mystery of one of their own death. This yeah. guy that really wanted to join the police force? And frankly, was a fifth of the police force. You just yes, lost yes. a lot of your manpower. Scientists determined that Steve was ducking away from the gun when he had been shot. Classic <laughs> Steve's case was later cl- classified as a homicide, but no one has ever been arrested and the case remains unsolved. Yeah, someone would have to investigate in order to make yeah. an arrest. So. When questioned by an army officer, the soldier who found Steve's body claimed he would go to jail if he, quote, told the truth. The investigator believed that he was withholding information. Oh, hmm. you don't say. Investigators also learned that the police officer from another agency had confessed to killing him. The officer allegedly said if he kept his nose out of things, he'd be better off. However, it is unknown if the police ever followed up on this confession. <laughs> what? Okay. No need to follow Why up. Why would that. you? One of the prime suspects in this case, Melvin King, died in 2004. King was the man that Steve had arrested and found all that pot on. Um, also, the marijuana that was confiscated from king had gone missing from the evidence room and might have been the pot in steve's house or they had a lot of italian food to make or yeah they needed so much oregano um they're having a pasta cookout they really did not care that steve died no it's sad i'm assuming that the town pot dealers had a deal with the police and to look the other way and steve was gonna fuck that up yeah, seems That's like my a- hunch. I feel bad for Steve and his hot reenactment dude. I feel like his dad should know more. It's like, weren't you very yeah. recently part of the police force? These like- are probably like your friends and people yeah. you worked with for a really long time. And they just covered up your son's murder, at it the seems least. like. They at least covered up your yeah. son's murder. Yeah. yeah. At the police station. Yeah. His parents also seemed very young to me. Like, that's not that's also important, true. but I was like, Wow. Did you go to high school with your parents? Like, they seem like they're the, they would be the same, <laughs> same age as you. as you would be now. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of a sad one, yeah. but... It's a bummer. No justice for Steve, man. Nope. All right, we have one more. Oh, my God, there was another mustache. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is his Who's stepdad, that? Edward O. Martin, and I called it the ranch hand. Yeah. It like was that. one of those yeah. those mustaches that goes like around the lip, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like got a little cul-de-sac. Yeah. Yep, that mustache <laughs> smells like coffee. Mm, definitely. Yep. Like oh, cultures. also, Steve yeah, would cultures. make. Steve was apparently very diligent and made cassette recordings of all of his traffic stops. I was very proud oh. of that. And but Cops then still don't want to do that. Yeah, I know. Sorry, he Cops. was he was clearly like just taking that on himself to do. That was not like their procedure, and all of those tapes were missing after his death. Oh. Hmm. That is also super weird. Yeah. Sorry, Steve. All right, there is one more mystery. It's really like an America's Most Wanted segment, I would say. It also assumes you don't know what meth is. It does. <laughs> it does. I see this segment opens with a close-up shot of some sinister-looking laboratory equipment. <laughs> Someone literally pours like a dark liquid into a beaker. Meth. It's, yeah, yeah, that's meth. That's what meth looks like, I, yeah. I assume. Meth just kind of looks like molasses, right? I, mm-hmm. I did say he. it's a good thing he's wearing his PPE. He's got the gloves. He's got his goggles. Sure. He might as well have had a hard hat on. He's <laughs> he's making this meth the right way. When OSHA stops by, he wants to make sure that he <laughs> yeah. fits all of those safety requirements. 
Just because he's making meth doesn't mean he's not concerned about safety. I don't exactly recall, but there may have been like a Simpson safety poster on the wall. <laughs> One of those eyewash stations. Yes. <laughs> yes. It seems like a safer workplace than the police station. I mean, I mean yeah. <laughs> so, Robert's tax says... Today, one of the front lines of the war on drugs is inside illicit <laughs> laboratories such as this. Ugh. Using common chemicals, the operators of these small mobile labs manufacture the highly addictive methamphetamines known as meth, crank, or crystal. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> I can't really go for some crank, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> no one calls it that Refreshing. anymore. Oh, or just sweet, crystal. sweet crank. It's like crystal light? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could go through crystal light. Yeah. This is why we can't, and this is why it's hard to get real Sudafed now. Thanks to these. <laughs> it's true. Meth cooks. Yeah. So, Robert Stack says, tonight, police need help arresting one of the most notorious of these meth cooks. <laughs> Excuse why me? is that so funny, that phrase? I don't know. These, I didn't write- these meth cooks. I did write that this is the Gordon Ramsay of meth chefs. <laughs> oh, you just wanted to work. I was say, Gordon excuse Ramsay me, I know. I'm a meth every... chef. I'm a meth chef. You'll call me chef. Yes, chef. Yes, chef. <laughs> Get this meth out on the street. Yes, chef. <laughs> I also have a little note in here that they need help arresting him. Why do they need arrest him? Are you going to do a citizen's arrest? <laughs> He's finding him. Is citizen's arrest a real thing? I don't know. You're under citizen's arrest. Be like, all right, I'm going to walk away now. Like, <laughs> Isn't that just sore? Kidnapping and <laughs> prison holding people against their will? It's basically just waiting for actual cops to show up. Oh. Like, it doesn't do anything. You can't arrest people because you're not a cop. <laughs> That's not how this works. <laughs> but, Samantha, what what is the name of this most notorious ne- <laughs> meth chef? Jonathan John Brown, a.k.a. Thumper. Yeah, his name is Thumper. <laughs> okay, to be fair, that is an improvement over Jonathan John Brown. <laughs> yeah. I thought at first... What boring parents he has. At first I thought that John, Jonathan John, like they were saying Jonathan, a.k.a. John. Yeah. yeah. No, that's his whole name is Jonathan, Jonathan John, John Brown. JJ. Yeah. So he had no choice to become a math chef, really. <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> Set up against him. According to investigators, Jonathan John Brown, aka Thumper, has masterminded the construction of methamphetamine labs across the country. Yep, he's Walter White. Yep. He's the original one. So we see him in his lab working on his math, and then in, <laughs> in comes a hell's angel with a big jug. Yeah, that's how meth is moved. Puts around. it on the floor. Yeah, that's how you know this is shady. They're wearing leather jackets. At one point, this is a little bit later, but it is about the fashion. When a bunch of people are like running out of the meth lab, one of them is dressed like a member of KISS. <laughs> like they're not just wearing a leather jacket. The leather jacket is fringy. They're wearing like leather leggings and like huh? gigantic high boots and their hair is all like punked out. Like the shot no. of them raiding no. the meth lab with this all how this works. the meth gang on the ground. And yeah, they all look like that. It's ridiculous. So, so, if I'm going to buy meth, I guess I want to buy it from that person. Yeah. yeah they better be snazzy. So, yeah. So, Thumper is the charter member of the motorcycle <laughs> gang known as the Hessians. And uh-huh. the secretary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's the treasurer. He takes the he minutes. Takes the- <laughs> meeting. He knows Robert. He's the only one that knows all of Robert's rules, so he has to do it. Do you want me to put the minutes on the Google Doc? <laughs> he complains about having to do the minutes. Let's see what we talked time. about last meeting. Yeah. yeah. Murder. <laughs> Chains. Where are we getting our acid? Yeah. Do you yeah. drink enough kombucha to have 
jugs available <laughs> to put in my thing. Just biker gang stuff. Yeah, biker gang. Regular biker gang stuff. So we hear that Thumper was previously tracked to a meth lab in California. An undercover officer saw him carrying six five-gallon containers of acetone, or about 30 gallons, into the meth lab. He's opening a nail salon. You know what? Yeah. Down. Yeah. Fun. You gotta soak your nails in the acetone. <laughs> it's a lot of glitter. Yeah. You'd be surprised how much you need to get that stuff off. It's awful. It's worse than meth. <laughs> so, almost as bad as the members of the gang are these fake cops in the reenactment. <laughs> One of them has the widest stance. I'm like, what are you doing, it's like dude? starfish. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, what is he doing? He's doing the YMCA dance, but with his legs. Pretty much. <laughs> doing it wrong. Sensual. He's practically doing the splits. I'm like, dude. Okay, so police closed in on, on Thumper, and we, yeah, we see the the cop actors. Uh, at one point in the gang, there's a dog, and I, and I asked Every the, ragtag gang of meth cooks has a dog I was like, is the dog wanted too? <laughs> oh, their dog. So, uh, yeah, Robert Stack says that before serious charges could be filed, Thumper was free on bond. Oh, my God. a strange sentence for Robert Stack to say. Uh, so, yeah, he skipped town, and now he's wanted, and there's no update. That's literally it. I can't not think of the rabbit from Bambi. I know, yeah, right? Why would he Cooking up meth in a Why would he want his name to be Thumper? Also, Robert Stack, know. like, ambiguously refers to the fact that he has tattoos, and he has, like... <laughs> A giant Nazi iron cross on his neck. <laughs> Thank you. I wanted to mention that. It's yeah, like distinctive that, tattoos. I'm like, like, um. Oh, very distinctive. That mug shot of Thumper, you too. You might want to mention the guy's a Nazi. <laughs> That's not important. <laughs> I mean, I think they were trying to, like. What's more important is he's the best meth cook around, all right? Well, we'll never meth know. Chef. Yes, he's the chef. Yes, chef. <laughs> We'll never know. Was he caught? He's just no, going around no to meth Whoa. kitchens all around the country trying to improve them. They're I assume he got a Michelin star or something. He had to get the meth cook nightmares. <laughs> Those are way worse. He would go to the lab and he'd be like, Nothing is labeled in here. What the fuck? This is going to explode. <laughs> There's no dates. Things are not separate. Your Yelp reviews are terrible. Okay, oh so that's God. the that's a, that's the episode. Should we rate it? Yes. Why not? All right. Number one is mysteriousness. Um, what do you guys think? It's really not that mysterious. I guess what? who killed Steve? Who, the past life is not mysterious. No, yes, it's who really killed not. Steve is mysterious. What do you think, Arden? It's somewhat mysterious, but at the same time, it's really not. Like there's yeah. like three people who probably killed Steve. It's just yeah. Who, or it was all of them. Four other cops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. There's, there can't be that many suspects because there wouldn't be that many people in the police station. Like, if this was a game of Clue, it would be over really quick. Yeah. I'm going to say sideways, I guess. I was going to go thumbs down, but... Okay. That's fine. Sideways. How did she know about that ice cream shop? How? So mysterious. Because she basically was like, it had tile. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh. And red and white stripes, which no ice cream shop has ever had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was a good guess, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. What do I know? All right. Reenactments. They're pretty bad. <laughs> uh, so bad they're good. Is- <laughs> I enjoyed it, ironically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got a lot of good horse jokes out of them. That's but. true. That's, they were just so long. That's and then true. the so masked close- ones <laughs> are just ridiculous. And it makes it hard to take seriously that this country has a really serious opioid problem when you're picturing meth being sold by the members of KISS. That's true. <laughs> 
and dogs. And Gordon Ramsay. And Gordon Ramsay. Yep. On yeah, falling on hard times. <laughs> where he's got an Can Annette you tattoo. Gordon Ramsay dressed up like a member of KISS though. That's, that's really all, amusing. That's all Samantha wants to imagine. It's a whole Pinterest board. Sure. <laughs> sure. That's my secret Pinterest board. That's why they made that an option. Yeah. <laughs> they know what we, we need. I mean, come on. Just so, yeah. I guess I have like a shaky thumb sideways. Yeah. Or whatever. I go sideways. I didn't dislike them entirely. They were amusing, for sure. It's a little something different, I guess. Yeah. All right. Fashion. Excellent. We got, <laughs> we got the muff. We yeah, got, we, we got, got the poofy wedding dress. We got dress. a lot of different Steve's leather jackets. Yeah, Steve's girlfriend oh is stylish. Yep. So great. Steve. All of those meth lab workers. Yeah, so I think we have to say thumbs up. Yep, thumbs up for that. And Robert Stack? Did we hardly mm-hmm. we saw him. Mm. Oh, I did I did write down something about Robert Stack fashion. Okay. The other side. So, because when he opens my segment, which I didn't... Uh, note, but he's either walking what's either like a super swanky mausoleum or a really spooky yes! museum. I, I think he's at Hollywood Forever Cemetery's mausoleum. Okay, so it is a really swanky mausoleum. Because yeah. it has like giant marble statues, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think like, that this is, is either like... a super goth museum. Which or, would be cool. Yeah, also cool, or just like the fanciest mausoleum. And he's wearing like a really well tailored suit. That's I true. remembered his suit and tie combo in the first one. All right, well, so, then, thumbs up yeah, for that. Thumbs up for Robert Stack. So we can give this anywhere from zero to five Robert Stacks. What do you guys think? Mm. I'm going to say three. Okay, yeah, I, I feel good at a three. Three. Yeah. It's like a mixed bag. Yeah. yeah. It's not the worst, not the best. Yeah. It's kind of been the story of the season two, really. The pacing was just awful. That's yeah. the main issue. Yes. If, if that past life thing wasn't so long, it would be good. Like right. half an hour long. But they really milked it, and there's just not that much there. No, I don't understand why they drew that one out so much. So, so yeah, three. Yeah. Three. If It could have been done a little bit better, mm-hmm. I would say. There's room for improvement, which yes. will never happen. <laughs> well, yeah, it's too late now. That's my constructive criticism. Thanks. Which guys. mustache are we going with as the winner? Mm. The ghost, the Saddam Hussein, or the ranch hand? <laughs> That's a hard choice. I kind of say the ghost. Yeah, I liked the ghost. So it's just so pale though. and yeah. weird. It was, you almost couldn't see it unless you looked really close. I know. I kind of hate it a lot. <laughs> Maybe that should be the winner. It's a little bit like the long winter in that way. <laughs> yes. Which, the long winter really unsettled some people. I didn't quite... I did not until, like that. Until I posted it in our Facebook group, <laughs> I didn't realize. It's very prickly. <laughs> very prickly. It, like, Speaking of hedgehogs, it yeah. is... Uh, unsettling texture. It's like your weird uncle who tries to kiss you at like a family reunion. Yes. And has like, like really and, stanky breath. And it's just like you're like impaling oh. my cheek. I can feel mustache. the mustache prickles. No. No. Yeah. It's, no. it's pretty unsettling. All right. I'm sorry so. everyone about the long winter. Okay. Well. Godless. That wraps up this episode. <laughs> so since we are always thinking of recommendations it's not always easy to keep coming up with you know hot new things to recommend to you we invited arden to share we with just us made arden do that too a recommendation and it's a very politically motivated Uh-oh. recommendation arden, so keep politics i am so kidding. sorry this no. is so unrelated don't be sorry those people to don't, po- don't listen podcast. to the podcast anymore yeah we need to weed those out anyway we can't yeah. be pleasing them and i mean to be fair this is actually a pretty politically neutral political okay. thing okay, because okay. like this is sort of just like, this is information and you can make up your mind one way or another depending yeah. on your views. Oh, I like it. So this is a, it's a, in its like beta testing phase, but it is a new website called categorizedtweets.com. 
Mm. And you can go on there and put in your zip code and it'll pull up all of your representatives' tweets on different issues and it's got them by category. So what your representatives have said about gun control, what your representatives have said on immigration or education, and they're all in neat categories. So you're like is this person terrible on this issue? And you can click on it and see their whole like online history of what they've said about it. That's amazing. That's brilliant. I know. We are in the Twitter age of yep. politics now, thanks to our commander-in-chiefs. And it's hard to sift through Twitter and come up with any kind of cohesive understanding of someone's... I really dislike being on Twitter yeah. all the time. It's exhausting. I, I, so yes. This is very helpful. That is very helpful. What's it called again? Categorized tweets. Okay. I like that's it. That's really good. I think that's, you know, election season's coming up. It is coming up. You oh, can also register to vote. Yes. yes. Please do that. Or Samantha and I will come to your house and nag you. You can also, <laughs> if you live in Minnesota, you can also do that online. It's super easy. You sure can. Because I posted I am like registered to vote. Times. I promise. Me too. Don't come yell at me, Samantha. <clears throat> I promise I won't. I had moved since the last time I voted, so I had to re-register with my new address. Yeah. Fortunately, Minnesota is a very pro-voting state. It's very easy to vote here. It's, it's almost like they want you to vote. Huh. You can vote absentee for with no... You don't have to provide a reason. You just can. Mm-hmm. Right up until the election day. It's very easy I'm here. just imagining someone in like Australia or something right now being like, wait, there's states where it's hard to vote? That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, but it's also true. It's very true. <laughs> they make it terrifying. as hard as possible yes. legally. Mm-hmm. Also, why is election day like a day everybody has to work? Such because they BS. don't want you to vote. Yes, I know. That's, that's <laughs> terrible. Why. If you are listening to this and you are a person with the power to give your employees time off to go vote, please do that because yeah. that will make us very happy. Yeah. All right. I think we yelled at people enough. That's a good recommendation, Arden. Thank Great you. Great recommendation. I would also like to recommend Trader Joe's Mango Wine in what? honor of the downtown Trader Joe's just opening. It's, Mango Wine? It's basically like lightly lovely. carbonated alcohol juice, and it's a huge problem, and it's like $5 a bottle. <gasps> so don't walk, run. <laughs> Your nearest Trader Joe's. That's also the exact price I like to pay for right. wine. I like paying no higher than that for wine. <laughs> yes. I actually have rosé in the fridge right now, so we should wrap this up. All right. <laughs> That's it, folks. So That's it. Thanks for listening. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Perhaps It's You. If you have any spooky stories, we are collecting those for our season two finale. So if you have come from a family of psychics, guess what? We want to hear about it. Hell yeah. That's Perhaps It's You podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Try to remember how to send emails and then do that. Mm-hmm. Or we have a form on our website, which is Perhaps It's You.com. This week, we will be releasing our Patreon episode for the month, which is about kitchen nightmares. So if you need even so more, much to do with Unsolved Gordon Ramsay, it has to do with this podcast. Is it the meth episode? It is not. Maybe. Not. But tune well, in to find out. I mean, is it though? <laughs> what is Amy on? That is a mystery that we will not solve. But we will talk about on our Patreon episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So check that out. Any dollar amount gets you that bonus episode, which is a great deal. Arden, for some reason, gives us money even though she knows us. That's I'm dumb. solving mysteries. It's a poor financial decision, but we appreciate it. Yeah. I'm a millennial. I don't know what to do with my money. I mean, you spend it all on avocado toast yeah. and you killed the I'm, paper napkin industry yeah. and this is what's left. Yes. <laughs> it's what we do it's just what what's it, what else that's it i think yeah solve some mysteries bitches bye god damn